This is an express train and the next stop is TMG. Hi everybody, welcome to TMG. I'm your host, Travis Patton Sr. I enjoy discovering and sharing real life moments of inspiration from everyday people. And this show is about finding moments of inspiration for our everyday lives. And look, and if you're going to tell me something, then tell me something good. Hi everybody and welcome to TMG. I'm your host, Travis Patton Sr. Hey, real quick, guys, don't forget to visit our Facebook page. That's Tell Me Something Good with a capital T. Guys, I'm laughing. I got a big smile on my face. I can't tell you why, but uh, I got a big smile on my face. Uh, let me start off by saying welcome to another episode, guys, of TMG. So glad that you're here. Uh, let me get this out of the way, guys. I want to say thank you to my lovely wife, Nicole, that's listening. Guys, that's your shout-out. I know you're doing well. I know you're watching, and I know that you're listening. In a very short time, guys, this show has taken off, and it's been heard in about three dozen countries all around the globe. So thank you, everybody that's listening, and everybody that's watching. I appreciate that, guys. Guys, I got some very special guests here today, and uh, they're going to come on and talk about some really great stuff. Today's topic, guys, we're going to be talking about is called the winning difference. Yeah, the winning difference. We all want to win at something, and whether it's life or that next big video game, we all have that drive inside of us to want to win. Now, for some of us, it doesn't come that easy. Some of us, it takes a little bit more effort. So today, we're going to talk about how we can harness that winning difference. I'm our very special guest today, Miss Loretta Smith and her son, Kelvin, going to come on, guys, and they're going to share with us and give us some good information. Guys, come on, and we'll say welcome to them today. Good day, and welcome, guys. How you doing? Good morning. Good morning. How are I'm you, so good. I'm good now. I'm good now. Fantastic. <laughs> so glad to have both of you guys here. Miss Loretta, please tell us who you are, what you guys doing, what you guys all about. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, I'm very, very happy to share your platform, Travis. Um, you have a wonderful, encouraging, and inspirational platform. Oh, thank you. you. So kudos to you. Um, I'm Loretta Smith. Very, very happy to be here. I am the L in KL Speaks LLC. Um, we are a mother and son team providing an inspirational and educational platform, including Kelvin's academic coaching and tutoring. I provide parent consultations for parents who have children on the autism spectrum, and we also provide motivational speaking, whether it's conferences or even coming to your church, to tell our story and inspire others. We're very excited to be here today. Kelvin? Yeah. So, hey, Travis. How's it going with you? Good, man. Good. Um, so, my name is Kelvin Smith. I'm the K in KL Speaks LLC, and um, I am a PhD candidate at Georgia Tech in chemical and biomolecular engineering. Um, our mission at KL Speaks is to inspire, educate, empower, and elevate those individuals 
those children and adults and parents under the autism spectrum. Because I am proud to say that I'm under the autism spectrum, more specifically with Asperger's, and we want them to see and imagine possibilities beyond what they could see. Our mission is to help them embrace differences and win with your child. And thank you for so much for having us on. It's an honor to have both of you guys here, guys. Really. So you have your intended for a PhD, is that correct? That's correct. So we will soon be calling you Dr. Kelvin? <laughs> well, Kelvin would be just fine. <laughs> See, in talking to your mom earlier, she did say you were kind of humble like that, that you weren't wearing that honor. And I looking at your posture, and I can see mom knows you very well. You, you don't wear that. You don't wear that honor, even though it's being bestowed upon you. I still say you're pretty. You're a pretty cool guy, Kevin. I like that. We can hang out. We can hang out. We can hang out and have a lot of fun. That's pretty cool. So, so mom, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Okay. All right, so some of us aren't aren't aware of what autism is. Some say it's a disease. We don't know. What What is that? Because you've had firsthand experience, you know, and some of us don't have that. So can you kind of enlighten us a little bit? Oh, sure. You know, I, I'd like to just start back when Kelvin was, I guess, within his first year mm-hmm. uh, of being being here in the world. Um, you know, if you're knowledgeable about developmental stages and milestones, I just noticed Kelvin never really focused on me. Uh, he never really looked into my eyes much. Um, you know, when he was at a point in, in learning like one words or being able to ask for what he wanted, um, it was very difficult. Kelvin had um, uh, issues with, uh, with language mm-hmm. and uh, being able to express himself. And you know, initially, you know, grandmamas and mamas was just saying he'd grow out of it and right. relax and, and all of those type of things. But for me, you know, there's an intuition that mothers have um, as well as fathers. But um, it just was something very, very different uh, about Kelvin. And I, I couldn't quite put my, put my, my finger on it, mm-hmm. but I knew that there was some differences. Correct. And so... That's when I began my journey and trying to figure out what was going on. And initially, Kelvin was uh, di- uh, diagnosed with PDD, non otherwise specified. This is called pervasive development disorder. And okay. it's simply given uh, to individuals who don't quite meet the criteria for autism at that time. And Kelvin was three years old. Um, it took seven years after that to get the correct diagnosis uh, of autism. And to really make it simple for the audience, um, Kelvin, it it really, really affects the socialization and social cues, being able to interact with others uh, and being comfortable with that. That's one of the major um, issues uh, and criteria that you face. Another thing is heightened anxiety. Oh, wow. Um, Kelvin told me one day, to put, put it simply, that he wakes up every day uh, mm-hmm. as, as a deer in headlights. And you can kind of think about how difficult that would be to enter the, the world e- each day, whether you're in school or w- whatever the situation may be, 
and you don't, you do not know how to uh, effectively communicate with the person that's trying to communicate with you. That is why uh, one of the first things after the doctor diagnosed Kelvin is we got him into social skills therapy. Very, very mm. difficult to learn that because it's really something that's innate in us. When you right. grow up as, as a child, you begin to play and interact with your friends and right, right. natural. Well, for kids on the autism spectrum, I want your audience to always remember that, you know, Kelvin's story will be different than any other person's story. Uh, it is a spectrum and everyone is affected differently. Oh, wow. Um, so Asperger's syndrome um, was known as one of the milder forms, but now um, it's under the autism spectrum disorder uh, umbrella and he would be considered a level one, but it goes all the way to level three. Um, I'd like to end with saying with autism, uh, there was a quote that said, you have some kids who want to be a part of the world and don't know how, and then you have other kids under the spectrum who have no uh, idea about being in the world and don't desire to be. Um, well, I can just say for Kelvin, he, he spends enough time in the world to manage, <laughs> to manage and to live, but honestly, um, you know, Kelvin is just wonderful in his own world most of the time. That's that's amazing. Uh, what what I keep hearing, of uh, a reoccurring when Kelvin speaks and when you speak, I just keep hearing a reoccurring theme that you you guys were determined not to let this defeat you. You were determined not to be a statistic, and you you weren't going to be another number on the side of the road in somebody's statistic books and just kind of, you know, like an afterthought, so to speak. And when I just keep hearing, you guys were determined. You, you, Kevin, you had no choice but to win when you listened to your mom talk. Yeah, I kind of didn't have much of a choice. <laughs> I mean, it just made it easy. I, I guess what made it somewhat easier is because my mom was more like a strength-focused type of parent. I mean, mm -hmm. back when I was two, I knew my timetables up until 12. Right then and there, my mom knew something about me. I mean, even with all these socialization um, miscues and, um, you know, habits and quirks that I give, she saw that in me, and, and it was like, yeah, my son is really good at math and son is really good at math. So that's what she harped on, like, and just learning in school has just been a huge part of my life. Uh -huh. and, and I just absolutely enjoy the education side of it. I'm probably like one of the only few people in the world that actually enjoys doing homework. <laughs> you probably are. <laughs> yeah. It, but it's just really just the idea of just learning and things like that, just, just stimulating from my mind. So just tapping into those strengths is what's really what made me, I mean, what, it's a really big driver what made me successful. But the only way that I was able to even use that was because of my mom right here. So Oh, oh I like that. I like that guys. That's so sweet, Mom. Thank you. you know, you, you mentioned something. You said uh when he was diagnosed, you know, you guys kinda made your mind. Let me ask you guys a question. Um, so Loretta, this is for either one of you guys. When okay. when was when was Kevin kind of first diagnosed? Like how long ago and Mom, this is for you, really. What was your What was your first initial response? Like when you first heard that diagnosis, 
you know, what was your initial response? All right. Well, like he was initially diagnosed at three, but officially diagnosed at 10. And I want to start right out the gate letting everyone know that you've got to stay on it. Hmm. If, you see, if you see something, if there is an intuition that something is not, it's not quite right. Right, right. Or if you um, put yourself in a position where you're looking at developmental milestones and they start off doing well and then they regress. Um, that's one of the other things that you have to look for. But you can't give up and you can't go. A lot of people are misdiagnosed. You, oh, have, wow. to stay, you, you, you have to stay the course. You know, a lot of times when I think at age three, if he had gotten the correct diagnosis then, my goodness, mm -hmm. But uh, it was seven years later before he was uh, diagnosed. And seven really, years? Yes, yes, he was 10. He initially was, not, um, was evaluated at three. And that's just a lesson in staying persistent and resilient because I could have given up. There was wrong diagnosis all between. But I was like, no, that's not it. That's not quite it. And then, fortunately, I, um, I uh, knew a psychologist who said, uh, you know, why don't you, you know, try to get your child evaluated uh, again, but this right. time go through, uh, you know, the Spark Center here in Birmingham and, um, you know, really thoroughly do it. So you asked the question about the initial diet uh, response. Well, when the neuropsychologist set both of us down, uh, I told Kelvin everything was going to be okay. Mm -hmm. I looked at the doctor and I said, what now? I need all the resources you have. I know, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, so he began to give me resources on um, counselors and therapists and, you know, life skill coaches and, and the like. And we got in the car, and um, I told Kelvin that we will not let this beat us. Mom absolutely. will learn everything she needs to, do, to, to know to support you in every way, from reading books, workshops, conferences, any resources that I could find, and that's what I've done over the years. Um, and one of the biggest things that I did was be very transparent. Kelvin, when he got that diagnosis, I was on the phone probably um, the same day or the day after, letting all of the family members and everyone who supports us and love us uh, to let them know uh, that, that you all probably never heard of this before, but when Kelvin's around you, you know, let's make sure that he has safe places um, everywhere he is, whether it's Thanksgiving, Christmas, it doesn't matter. We're on a family reunion, um, right. you know, to make sure that Kelvin felt comfortable and the family felt comfortable. That is one of the key things is I never tried to fix Kelvin. What I had to do was educate myself and what he needed. And I got him all of the supports and resources that he needed. Right. And right. that was my... My initial response was, what is this? But then right after that, my mindset was, we're going to win. And Kelvin um, can probably talk a little bit more about his initial response. Yeah. So, um, so, I, when I, so I was in fourth grade. Um, Jeez. Um, yeah, when I was <laughs> 10. And when I heard about this, I was like, I mean, I didn't understand it myself, really. But it did kind of give me some sort of closure knowing that, hey, how can I be really, really good at math? And I talk about it a lot. Right, right. It a lot. And, you know, why I wasn't really social. And that was 
that was part of the reason, if not, not the main reason. But but my response to that was just just kept doing what I'm doing. I mean, I'm a kid. I was 10 years old. All I wanted, I mean, I'm still wanting to play my video yeah. games and watch cartoons. Just want I, to still do that. I still do that today at 28. I still do that. But it's just living my life, just just a simple life. Just continue to respect my parents, respect everyone around me, respect my teachers, and, you know, do my schoolwork and, um, you know, and live through the challenges. But not only just, just but I'm not by myself. I'm not alone. I have, I have my mom that helped me through it all. So that was just my response, just, yeah. <laughs> Side note, Kevin, uh, I'm 51. I still watch cartoons. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I sort of throw that out there. <laughs> I, I still watch cartoons. Uh, it, it, what I'm hearing is that this can be managed and conquered and handled with the right resources and, and proper support around us. And you mentioned something, Loretta. You said uh, you made it your business to be about your business and to make sure you get those resources, make sure you ask the right questions, make sure you don't give up, make sure you don't quit. And and and, and in this kind of journey you've had when C was diagnosed at 10, you guys kind of been on this long journey, on this long journey. And let me ask you a question. And some things about journeys, they teach us things, not just about where we're going. I learned that journeys really teach us about ourselves. They really help us learn about ourselves and who we are. So, you know, I got to ask this question. I, I got to. So what has this journey taught you about yourself, and what would you say that keeps you guys going? Wow. This journey, it taught me resilience, patience, um, importance of taking care of myself, so that I could be mentally and physically available to my son. And it also um, gave me a stronger connection with God. Um, you know, no matter the challenges, the winds outweigh them. The winds outweigh them. Um, Kelvin getting his driver's license, mm -hmm. it took him three times. But I was told that he wouldn't be able to have the focus, that oh, wow. he wouldn't be able to recognize the nuances. But we tried it. All I wanted Kelvin to do was, we're going to try everything, and if it's not something that is comfortable for you, okay. But we're not going to let someone else or a statistic dictate your life. So he right. got his license. Um, they said he wasn't going to be focused enough to go to college or off to college. One mm -hmm. of the first things that I thought about when he finished um, John Carroll High School, I said, you know, I've got to put him out there. I've got to right. see him. And right. if it's too much for him, we can always come back <laughs> home and go to UAB or something like that. Right, right. But we went for it, and and he did it, and he, and he was able to uh, handle himself well and, 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 and – know how to, to incorporate his life skills, everything Correct. that I had trained him. Uh, and even to the point, Kelvin always knew that he wanted to at least get to a master's level. Oh, wow. uh, and then we located this PhD program, and he got in at Georgia Tech. And that was another thing. Oh, he's going to be on the campus with all these thousands of people, and, you know, it's going to be difficult. But it's all in 
preparation. Um, seeing the big picture is a biggie for, for uh, people on the spectrum. It's very difficult because they're very logical and, and mm -hmm. held very literal, and I've learned so much about that. But one of the biggest things that I've learned is knowing that there are no set rules in life. I, Kelvin taught me that, that individuals think different, they love different, they see the world different, and the agape love that I have for this one sitting right here, <laughs> oh my God, when you talk about unconditional love, oh yes. my God. He's taught me patience as well. Uh, parenting can be very difficult and hard sometimes, and I'm still learning, but I want to let you know, without God really directing our lives and being the forefront of our lives mm -hmm. and Him really helping me, help Kelvin, I don't know where I would be right now, but it has definitely strengthened my, my, my faith. Oh, Kelvin? Wow. So, yeah. So, what has this journey taught me about myself? Well... With the right supports, you can make it. Um, I'm, my mom is living proof of that. I'm living proof of that. I mean, an opportunity for a good life, um, being successful academically or whatever your endeavors are, um, just those that, that rock, that, that support system is absolutely needed. Um, what keeps me going um, is just having a special space for myself um, is that every day I get, I, I, I get drained uh, from, the life, from life's events. Mm -hmm. um, and um, what will allow me to, to keep me going and be motivated for the next day is the fact that I have something to look forward to the previous, um, like from the previous day, which is where I carve out a space for myself whether I be in a dorm when I was at Auburn or whether I was in an apartment setting with Georgia uh -huh. Tech or here at home in my room, there's a special space I set for myself that I do the things that I love to do and will, leave, and will let me recharge. Hmm. I, do, I do Sudoku puzzles. I do trivia. I do. I play video games on my Wii. Yes, the Wii is still a thing. I love my Wii. <laughs> Um, I, I surf on the I surf on the web. I uh, I love looking on the web and uh, learning new stuff. I play bridge. I don't know if you've heard of bridge before. Oh yeah, um, card game. I play that uh, on my phone and on my laptop. And special aside, I love Jeopardy, and I was a Jeopardy contestant. I know you were. Yeah, uh, yeah. I know you. Yeah, I, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. So that's. Uh, so that's what keeps me going, just these special hobbies I like, and that helps me um, be mentally charged, recharged for the next day. Yeah, yo, uh, first off, Kevin, uh, let me say this to you again. We certainly could hang out. Uh, I have a we behind me. Uh, I know oh, you can't. Wow. <laughs> so, okay. yeah, I have a we behind me, um, and, and uh, my wife thinks she's a we champion in whatever we sport they play. So, uh <laughs> wow. Yeah, that we, we have a whole little thing. We okay. were uh, doing wee bowling. So, yeah, Kevin, uh, we might have to have you over to the house, uh, guys. Oh, wow. uh, <laughs> that could be bring it to the game room. Uh, <laughs> here's, here's, what I, here's what I keep hearing. 
and Kevin said this, and you, you're backing up what your mom's saying, what I'm, what I'm feeling here, with the right support, you can win. And you, and you said not just in academically, but in life. And life, life overwhelms us as people. And a lot of times we like to think we're invulnerable, you know, and we're bulletproof and, you know, nothing hurts us and nothing gets to us. And you say, look, dude, I'm living a life where I'm going to be honest with you. You need support. You can't make it work in this life and whatever you're doing without having the proper support around you. And mom only got the resources and she dove into this headlong and she was determined to win. These are the things that, you know, people need to hear that because, you know, when people see this and hear this and as people are seeing this and hearing this, you know, they're going to get encouraged by your story, Kelvin. How, how does that make you feel that someone right now is watching and listening and saying, you know what, dang, I, I can do that. How does that make you feel? Well, it makes me feel good. I mean, um, I'm just very happy that if, you know, if my mom and I can inspire at least one person, exactly. um, that's, that's success for us. Absolutely. Mom, how does that make you feel? Think about it. This is your son. This is your baby boy <laughs> sitting next to you. Yeah. And he's got a lot of people watching him and listening and saying, I can do this. And I can. I hear you speaking to the parents, and that's so wonderful because parents, sometimes it gets tough on us, and we just give up, and we yes. just let them fall through the system, let them fall through the cracks, and you didn't do that. And how does this make you feel, your baby boy sitting next to you? And you were, you are, you are on point. Um, you know, sometimes I sit and I, you know, I come to tears, tears of, of joy, tears mm-hmm. of thankfulness. Um, that no matter what, I never forget. Kelvin said, "Mom, would you change anything?" <laughs> he, came, he came to me one day. He said, "I know how tough I can be," and he went on this whole thing. And I told him I wouldn't change one thing. If I birthed another child in the world, I would want it to be him. Because I told him in this day and time, I don't have to worry about whether my child's coming home at night. I don't have to worry about he's strung out on drugs. I don't have to worry about a lot of things that parents parents are not sleeping tonight wondering where their children are or if they're locked up or whatever the situation may be. I wouldn't change one thing. I would do the same thing again, and I want to tell you to the audience and to everybody, this is truly, my son has truly been a joy in my life, has never provided me any behavioral issues, oh, any wow. problems. You know, all I had to do was continue to love and win with him. And I want to let everyone also know that mindset is the beginning stages of embracing differences and winning. I love that. It's where your mind is. It's how you accept it. When I got the diagnosis, you know, I didn't come home and say, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Right. What I did was I pulled up my bootstraps and said, what do I have to do? What, what, mm. Where do I have to go? Who do I need to speak with? And if you have a child out there and you're not quite sure, but you see mm, it may be something, get that child evaluated. Get that child evaluated. Wow. Uh, a lot of times we get caught up with these labels and titles and all of this stuff. Like I said, I didn't, I didn't 
gone that route. Yes. Did you hear? Uh, did you hear what she said? She said I didn't say what did she said to herself. She said, "What do I need to do? What yeah. do I need to do?" And we all encounter difficulties in life. We all encounter situations that catch us off guard and come out of nowhere sometimes. Yeah. And you said, what do I need to do? And that's the question we have to ask ourselves. What do I need to do about this? Guys, um, last thing, last thing. I promise I'm not going to hold you long because this is it's Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving it next week, right? So I know, right? And I know at my house it's pretty huge. So who's doing the cooking there? <laughs> That's my, my mac and cheese. He's not really into turkey, so I have to bake him some chicken. But um, you know, years ago, like in my thirties, I used to do the whole shebang, and everyone would come over. As you know, things have kind of changed in the world now. Right, right. So we'll have, uh, and and a lot of times I go with my cousins, and I bring a dish. Mm. But this year, um, we will have the traditional Thanksgiving uh, meal, and Kelvin truly, truly enjoys it. I must say, I, I enjoy preparing it for him. That's what, Kevin, we could, listen, we can hang out, man. I'm telling you, we got way too much in common here. Way <laughs> too much in common. So, guys, I'm actually in kind of closing. There are people watching this, and I'm be honest with you, Miss um, Loretta, some people watching this show, they have they were afraid to take their children and get diagnosed because they're afraid of what the doctors might actually say. They are afraid. What advice can you provide to someone who's watching and, and listening that say they're facing the same situation? And how can your organization be reached? Because people need to know what you, what's out there. What, what can you say to somebody? Yes. Uh, I'm going to harp on this term mindset. Uh, mindset is the beginning stage of embracing differences and winning. From the beginning, after I received the diagnosis, my mindset was right. I am in it for the long haul, and I am in it for, this is a journey, Travis. Mm. This is not something you can turn on and turn off. Don't be that ostrich in the sand. Do not be that ostrich with your head in the sand. If you see something that's not quite right with your child or um, developmental milestones are not being met or they started mm -hmm. off good, but you see some regression, uh, your intuition tells you, believe it. Um, I would tell them to educate themselves. Um, right. Get the child evaluated. Be persistent if they get it wrong. Love unconditionally. Be proud of your child. Exactly. Um, Absolutely. Tell the family. Let, let them be themselves. There's nothing to fix here. You know, so many people are on all the medication and they all these right. gimmicks. I'm not, I never tried to change, Kelvin. Never try to change your child. Just focus on their strengths and let them be themselves. Um, there are numerous agencies and programs out here for support. We would be glad to be a part of that journey as well. Um, you can reach us at www.klspeaks.com. Once again, www.klspeaks.com. Or you can contact us by email at contact at klspeaks.com. And if you would like more information by phone, you can reach us at 205-565-8200. Six one. Kelvin. Awesome. 
Yes, Kevin. Yeah. So the advice I can um, provide is gifts. Um, even though um, people such as myself are under the autism spectrum and they come with and they do come with social challenges, mm -hmm. but there is one thing that we that I do know, um, and that is people like us have a supernatural gift. We have superpowers. I like that, Kevin. I, I yeah. like that. Yeah. My superpower was math, science, and trivia. And my mom was able to harp on that, that mindset that, that, that she keeps referring to. Um, so for parents and children, work together to, to, find, to find your superpower. Find your child's superpower. Unlock it and nurture it. And they're going to be just fine. And um, parents, just embrace your child's differences and don't try to fix them. Please don't. They're, they're special human beings that will provide joy to your life. Oh, Hopefully no. I've done that for my mom. <laughs> oh. but, um, but yeah, that's really my advice. Yeah, guys, that's amazing. That's so wonderful. Oh, look at there. Look at there. I'm pretty sure, Kelvin, you've given her a lot of joy. Guys, uh, I'm not going to hold you long because I know you probably got to prepare everything for Thanksgiving. I'm going to say this. On behalf of TMG, uh, I'm so glad you guys took the time out to come on the show, to join, to share, to educate, to inspire, to motivate, to wow. do all those things. You guys have really done all of that. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot. And um, one thing you guys said earlier, we wrap it up, you guys said that you said Kelvin taught you that people love differently. They care differently. They see things from a broader perspective. And it's that broad perspective that the world needs to share. It's that love differently that the world needs to share. Everybody won't love the same, but we all need to love somebody. Uh, and that is so awesome. Guys, I'm not going to hold you, uh, but I am going to do this before I get up out of it, because if I don't do this, everybody's going to look at me crazy and say, why didn't you do that? So okay. I'm going to do this right here. I'm going to switch this to this, because if I don't switch it to that, somebody's going to say, well, you should have done that. And so I'm going to go ahead and do that, and I'm going to do this right here, so everybody won't be bugging me and saying, why didn't you do it? So let me go okay. ahead and do that okay. right there, do that right there. And I gotta do this over here. This is all this behind the scene magic stuff that I do. Yeah. All the behind the scene magic stuff that I do. There we go. Let's get that there. And here we go. See, if I don't play that, they get mad at me. Okay. There we go, guys. Listen. I wanna thank everybody for tuning in to our show. I wanna thank Kevin and Loretta. Guys, thank you to Smith. Everybody for tuning in. Are you kidding me? I love having you guys. But thank you everybody for watching the show, for tuning in. Don't forget to visit our Facebook page that tell me something good with capital T. Don't forget to stream your favorite episodes on all your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and so many more. And guys, they're party. Don't forget, when I leave you, if you're going to tell me something, then tell me something good. Yeah. I 